Hello, you beautiful, wonderful people. Welcome to another episode of Which Way From Here. In this mini-sode, I'm going to be introducing you to my new co-host, Elliot Tobias. Don't worry, Rachel hasn't gone anywhere. It's just that real life kind of gets in the way sometimes, and she has a full-time job, so it's a lot easier for her to just bop in when she can and come in and out at her leisure But Elliot had plenty of time and wanted to jump on board and contribute his voice and his experiences and his enthusiasm to the podcast. And I am so excited to have him join the Which Way From Here team. So this is a very informal episode. We just kind of shoot the shit with one another, chit chat, have a good time. And Elliot just kind of gives you an idea of who he is, what he's about why he's an excellent addition to this team, which he is. So I hope you enjoy it, and I'll see you in the outro. How do we want to do this? So introducing you, do you want to just launch into who you are? And Yeah, I mean, because you're going to do like a beginning and an end. Yeah, I'm so do I don't an have intro to worry about that. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean let's just go right into I think we should go into how we met right like the first time we met um and how it's grown from there so my name's Elliot um I am a happy addition to the podcast um and I'm very excited to go on this journey with everybody honestly um we first met when I was first working a job with my best friend Tyson And the energy that I felt from you was just so confirming that day. Like, you were calling him out for all kinds of shit after just meeting him. (laughs) And you know what's funny? That was my first experience with him, too. I was calling him out at the beginning of this job. I was like, dude, you literally just walked up to some random female presenting person and you said, give me your box. You didn't say, hey, can I help you with that, right? You were just like assertive and they were like no i don't want you to fucking help me like excuse me and so it was just really funny that on our first day that we met we both were just reading him to filth (laughs) yeah because i it was a um it was a little festival it was or a market or how how would you define the it was like an it was some kind of event it was it was for rights for the uterus yeah like like something like that it was like planned parenthood Mm -hmm. it was for planned parenthood but it was like for uterus rights yeah yep and Um, like saying fuck you to the gop or something i don't know something something very you know liberal um yes yeah very very liberal which makes sense where we're all there um and tyson and i got uh hired to do the security for it because it was community members um A little bit about myself, I am a transgender uh, female to male, Um, and I I mean, by this point in life, I don't really care about the pronouns that I go by. I, Whatever it is, just be respectful, right? right? Like, I know who I am. Mm -hmm. Your influence is not going to influence me. Um, And Tyson was really interested because you were doing tarot readings, and he was like, the last time I got one, I don't think it was really like right but i really liked it let's see 
what this chick has, right? Right. Yeah. So so he goes off and talks to you. I don't think I was a part of that, really. I think I was doing cleanup somewhere else. And at, by the end of the night, we all three were just in the back of, what's that place called? Wild... Rumba. Rumba. Rumba, Rumba Cafe. Cafe. Yep. And you were just going in on him about his you know, the witch that was riding his back and, you know, like telling him about himself. Like, dude, you got some shit going on. Um, As I do. And... It it was just hilarious to see that happen. And then I left and I was like, she didn't read me that much. Like, do I not have shit going on? Right. I was like, why, why doesn't Corinne ever read me? Like after the next few times, I was like, I must be fine. I must be on the right track. Um, Tyson is just an open book. Oh, literally, literally poor thing. just all out there. Love him to death. Um, but <clears throat> ever since that mer- first meeting, We've had such a great friendship mm-hmm. of just hanging out and talking about whatever, having great meals. And that, to me, is what community is. Exactly. Having just, you know, soul food around you and good people and good energy, right? Exactly. Um, but your friendship has also really benefited me in exploring more of that paranormal or spiritual side and having somebody to talk to about it yeah we've always been i mean you and i have always liked the paranormal you did a lot of stuff that i was really interested in and i think what sparked this year is the clearing that you did at my house yeah that was like a life-changing moment for me like if i look back like that was a pivot yeah um Corinne came over to our house. We had just bought this new house in March of this year, and something about it just never felt right. Um, not like our first house. Our first house felt very secure, very safe. Um, people that came over even commented and complimented the energy that was in that house yeah, initially. It was, cozy. it was very cozy. Um, and this new house, I we feel like it's a new build, so... It feels like it just doesn't have that protection barrier over 100 years that the last house had. Um, It doesn't have that identity yet because it doesn't know what that identity is yet. Um, But that clearing and you introducing us to clearing and energy work in that sense really woke me up in a way. Yeah, yeah. It, It really said, hey, there's something to this. Yeah. There, there's something that's true about this, about listening inside and seeing all of this. And now with us talking through the podcast and these ideas we want for the episodes, it's so much clearer to me that my path of healing has led me to this point of being able to do this stuff. Yes. And it's not for everybody, right? Like I, I'm not here to preach that it's for everybody, but in my healing journey, a lot of roads have pointed to this Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And I'm, I'm excited. So Elliot, uh, approached me about, uh, co-hosting this podcast. And, uh, at first I was like, well, I don't know, but then it was like, nah, no, this is totally gonna, this is an amazing idea Yeah, because Elliot has joined me on, uh, the majority of my clearing cases. I can't believe at it's this the point. majority. Yeah. At this point. I feel so special. Yeah. You don't even know. <laughs> I just feel special in that sense. Yeah, because most of my clearing cases at this point are for Misty. Yes. Um, She has, like, taken the bulk of it. Yeah, yeah. Because at first it was like I was just doing 
cases here and there that yeah. were just kind of showing up right. in my face. And then once uh, I told you guys about it, you and Sabrina, and you experienced it, and you told Misty, and Misty got to experience yes. it, and now Misty's like, I have all the properties. All the properties. <laughs> all the properties, all the stories. And I have, like, Bonkers. the special relationship with the properties because I've seen a lot of, like, since I've joined, a lot of the properties that we've cleared together, together, I was at the beginning of. Yes. So I remember a lot Yeah. from those things and what it felt like beforehand and, like... Even just you clearing them and then they go into contract the next week, like that, like, come on. Right. Right? Like, that is not a quint. It sat on the market for how long? And then a week after this happens, it's in contract already. Right. It's just, it's affirmation that what we do is causing something. Yeah. Right? Something's happening. There is some cause and effect to it. So. Yeah. um, Yeah. So our plan is to um, start making episodes about our clearing cases that we've worked on either together or that I've done. And Elliot is going to be kind of the fly on the wall and asking questions. Um, And then we're also planning on traveling to really cool places. Um, Not necessarily to clear it though, because uh, Elliot is now an experienced clearer alongside me mm-hmm. and we know we work well together and we know that we can handle um, more intense cases together um, along with his wife, Sabrina. Mm-hmm. Um, we plan on going to pr- some pretty notorious spots yeah. like one to just check it out just to see see what's there see what's there like who doesn't love a fun paranormal adventure curious minds curious minds and then um if we feel called to take action we will mm-hmm. but only if all three of our our like body systems say hey this is something this that is needs right. to be done and so staying in integrity with that yeah and then coming back with the stories for the audience. <laughs> exactly. You know, I've selfishly always wanted to do a podcast. And I told you that when I first like proposed the idea of like, hey, what do you think about me joining the podcast? Um, and it, the ideas and the stuff that we've already talked about, we've literally only started planning the past two, like two days together. Two days, yeah. Two days together. And the, the things that just flow from us. Yeah. Have just been really. I, don't, I mean, I don't want to say magical, but it is kind of magical. It's super it, magic. It's super. It's, <laughs> of course, we're our own sounding chambers, but you know, yes. there is something to it because uh-huh. we're getting those confirmations in our bodies uh-huh. that this is the right track of what we're supposed to be doing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I'm very excited. I'm very. I feel very lucky that you thought the idea of bringing me on was a good idea. Oh but, man, yeah, I feel lucky that you wanted to. So. Yeah. Mutual luck. Uh, mutual so luck. Good. Here we are. Here yeah. we are. I can't wait to talk about the turret house because I think that I think that clearing is what made me be like, oh my god, like I I have something really strong with this. Mm-hmm. Like you and I going back and forth. Like for I don't even know how long we were at that house, but I know it was bright out and then it was dark out by the time we left. Yeah, yeah, that clearing took a while. Yeah. Uh, and it was so unusual. And it, yeah, and it, and it completely took both of us. Yeah. And we will do a specific episode on little that teaser. house, but little teaser, yeah. like that was one wild. was so weird and it was definitely wild. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I, I think this is going to be so fun. Um, 
what else is there to... You know, feeding into what you said earlier, you're an Aquarius, right? Mm -hmm. I'm a Gemini. And so I've been going through my whole life like... I'm supposed to have an Aquarius friend. I know I'm supposed to have an Aquarius friend. We go really well together, but I have never really found one. That's so funny. That has stuck around, right? Like, you know, we live through these lives of our of ours, but I just I when I heard that, I was like, this make this is more confirmation right. that this this makes sense. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah, I, what more can I give about myself? I mean, yeah, please. Uh I'm 30 years old. Um I don't I was the first American born of my family. Um, there is a lot of spiritualism in yeah. the Asian culture. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. My mom gets visions in her dreams all the time. Um, so does my grandma, mostly from our ancestors visiting them. Interesting. You're Vietnamese, right? Vietnamese and Chinese, okay. yeah. And um, it's it's really funny because I don't get visions like that. I've grown up hearing all about it. And the only spiritual thing that I remember from my childhood, really, is I was in a house that we lived. We lived on, we had two houses in the same neighborhood um, over the course of however many years. And I remember it so vividly. I was alone in this big house and I couldn't find any of the adults. And for some reason, I decided to run out into our fenced-in backyard. And when I was out there, I had, like, what I can describe as Grim Reapers. Like, four of them, four or five of them, dancing around me. Get out. When I was just, I was on the ground on our, like, cement back patio. And I was covering my head because I was scared. I was scared shitless. Yeah. I didn't know what the hell this was. I didn't know what I was experiencing. Where's everybody? And they were just circling around me and then I broke out of that and ran back into my house and all of the adults were in my grandparents' bedroom and they all looked at me like I was crazy. And this like, was a dream or an actual experience? This was an actual experience. Oh my god. Yeah, this was an actual experience and I was about maybe, it was before I started school so I was about three, four years old at most. Whoa. And that was my only spiritual experience that I ever had. That's a hell of an experience. Until... My adulthood with working with energy work. Yeah. I had shut it off. Yeah, because it's terrifying. Terrifying. Fucking yeah. terrifying. And I just, you know, I don't really tell people a lot about that story specifically, but that was my first experience. And another, okay, a weird fact about me. I actually died when I was a baby. So they don't know how long. So they mm-hmm. put me down for a nap. They put pillows, you know, to keep me from rolling. Uh-huh. The next time they came in the room, I had rolled over and suffocated. Oh, my God. So what they did was they took me to the altar that we had because um, we're Buddhists. And my grandma was praying and she was telling my aunt to like massage my body to get the blood flowing. And I came back. Wow. But they don't know how long I was out. <gasps> That's insane. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You like are the ultra liminal being. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> listen. All kinds of shit. <laughs> like death. And trans, and yep. like, you are the ultimate liminal. So many, so many experiences in one life that I was like, is this real? Is this supposed to be my life? Or am I like, am I just like in a simulation, right? Like, wow. <laughs> right, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's sort of be answered, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh my gosh. And it, and it makes sense because we, before we hit record, we were talking about how like, you know, we're the information that we're going to be giving to people mm-hmm. through this podcast, the things that we're both genuinely 
thrilled by and interested in mm-hmm. um, is cutting edge. Like, yeah. other than our personal friend group, yep. uh, we're not seeing people having the types of conversations within the context that we're having them. Exactly. And that because it's cutting edge, it's deeply uncomfortable. Very. And and it is in this place of liminality, and and so many people will come across it and kind of have a, a, a gut reaction, maybe against it. Or, right, right. Uh, which makes sense because I mean we went through that process ourselves. Absolutely. Like, I fuck. What is this? Right. Like <laughs> constant. I think you and I personally have constantly sat in a place of discomfort Mm -hmm. and pain and coming out of that realizing that we can either sit in our shit Mm -hmm. or we can do something about it exactly exactly those are those are kind of like when you simplify it to to just a few options sit in your filth or get up and do something about it or remain in your cycle right and i it is so annoying to me because I feel like I've gone through so many stages in my life where I've had to reinvent myself mm. or challenge who it was, who I am as a person so deep down and fundamentally that I'm like, you know what? It's okay to not know all the answers. It's okay to exist. It's okay to not be triggered by things. Mm-hmm. I have the trigger still, but it's me saying, you know what? I'm not going to let it. I'm not going to let that happen today. Right. I am grounded in who I am and my right now I am safe. These triggers are just from my past that are coming up. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like I said earlier, right? The ego, that gut reaction of like, no, they're wrong or like, no, this isn't right or whatever it is. Our egos and our minds are create, were created originally instinctively to be afraid because everything in the world back when we were, you know, right before we had all the safety, we were just vulnerable. Yeah. Before we came top of the food chain, if that's what you want to say, we were taught to instinctually question everything for our own safety. Mm-hmm. But as the mind is there to protect you, not grow you. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And even like, we don't even have to go back to prehistoric times. Like even just living in modern society, mm-hmm. like, we're constantly because we're all traumatized. Every last human exactly yep traumatized. Whether and it's you know not only in the the lifetime that you're living, but it's also genera- generational. Generational. Mm-hmm. Um, the earth is traumatized, mm-hmm. and we're constantly feeling into that, and our bodies are reacting to that, and our identities are 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 caught in those cycles. Yep. And so that need to constantly protect, protect, protect. Mm-hmm. Uh, creates this cocooning effect that then will create stagnation. Ooh. Right? And so we're comfort-seeking, and comfort in and of itself is not bad, just like anything else. It is an experience and simply that. It's Mm -hmm. the needing to stay in comfort. Yes. The desire to, to not allow or growth, which is inherently uncomfortable, which is inherently jarring because it is a series of deaths. Mm-hmm. Um, 
to then allow for your that expansion to take place. Yeah. And like you said, you had to constantly redefine and reevaluate who you are and allow the old versions of you to die over and, and over, over and over again. Yeah. And likewise, and allowing that to just be okay. Yeah. Allowing that to be um, a part of the process of your existence. Yes. I think is far more beneficial than to crystallize a, this is what I am, period, and yep. I have it all figured out. Yep, and this pain is, I know it, and I know it hurts, but not knowing what's next hurts more. That I feel like that is the... That's that wall that a lot of people hit. They say, you know what? I am uncomfortable, but that uncomfortable that I don't know about right. could be worse than what I have right now. I right. I at least know what, what this, this feels this. like. Yeah, exactly. This I is at familiar. Least, yeah, I can sit with this all day because I have been. Right. Why should I let go of my comfort in this uncomfortableness right. to go seek out something that I don't know at all? Yeah, yeah. It's a risk. What if it's worse? Yeah. What if it's worse? better question what if it's way better i don't think i you know i don't think we're naturally like some people are not naturally like inclined to be like what if it's better right sabrina and i are very different in that way i'm a very negative person and it's because of my how i perceive my experiences through life I've, i've been abused i've been you know all kinds of things whatever you want to call it but she's lived a life of little trauma right not not as intensely as other people have experienced, but she's a very naturally positive, happy person. She wakes up like a fucking Disney princess every day, right? (laughs) And I'm just over here like, "Mm, what's today? (laughs) Um, And so we even talked about that today, but like some people don't have that inclination to be like, what if it's better? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think it's that curiosity of what if it's better is what has gotten me through to transitioning to doing different things or careers in my life like to do new experiences it's that curiosity of, you know what what if it is better yeah what if it's better than what i'm sitting in right now exactly i call it grounded optimism mm. a lot of times optimism is treated uh as if it's flights of fancy and pollyannaism and yeah that kind of thing. okay but for me like one, I think that's cynicism, and cynicism has been lauded as being re- quote unquote realistic. Realistic, yeah. And Bullshit. logical and rational. And it's yeah. like logic and rationality is dependent upon what you already know, yes. not what could possibly happen. There it is. And so, grounded optimism to me is the only reasonable way forward because mm-hmm. where your tension goes, energy flows. Okay. And so if you want something, if you want your life to be amazing, mm-hmm. you have to assume that it can be amazing. Yes. And you give your attention to that and your energy flows to it. And then reality wraps and gives that to you and forms to that. Yep. And mm-hmm. yes, it takes time. And yes, it means letting go of the known. And it means letting go of the good as yes. well as the bad of the old version of you. Yes. And it's really hard to allow that full version of you, mm-hmm. good and bad, to die out so that the new can come in. Yeah. And it's, uh, I mean, it's intense. We both had to burn our lives down. Yeah. Multiple times in order to achieve where we're at. Yep. And we continue to step into that being like, okay. You know, I, we both know that we cannot control 
everything that happens to us, mm-hmm. but we can steer this ship. Yep. And we can decide. Just enough. Like, yeah, we can decide, like, how are we going to contextualize what is happening in my life? Yes. Is it going to be awesome eventually, even when it hurts? Especially when it hurts? Especially. You know? Or are we going to wallow and stagnate? So Yes, absolutely. Like, I really got to the point in the past couple years of being like, I'm just fucking tired. I am just tired of healing. I'm tired of changing myself. I'm tired of reinventing. Like, why can't I just be who I am right now and just stay with that? Right, right. And the moments that I finally let go of the idea of I have to be whatever it is that I am in that moment, the freer my life got. Right, where you stop striving for any Stop defining things, yep, and just being, you know what? Today's, Today's a day. And it's up to me whether it's going to be good or bad because I get to decide how I react to the things that happen to me today. Yeah. And even if the reaction is, this shit sucks. Right. And that's That's totally that, valid. Because it's super valid because sometimes this shit sucks. Sometimes it just sucks. And you get to be there. Yep. And you know that you don't stay there because everything is temporary. And, yes. And the, the opposite is true as well where it's like, You know that when you're having an amazing day, you savor it. It's awesome. But you know that you don't stay there. Yeah, exactly. You don't, like... It's ebbs and flows. Exactly. It's not not a stagnant line. It's not bliss uh, striving. You're not not trying to constantly um, grasp at... Chase it. Yeah. Yeah. Chase. Chase, yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you allow the full spectrum of your existence to show up. Yep. And... Be cool with exactly what's there. And that's when I feel like you realize the beauty of life is that there is just, it's so multidimensional and so complex that any day can be anything. Yeah. Absolutely anything. It's scary. Yeah. It's terrifying. Super scary. And of course I live and I, and I speak from a privileged place of saying that I get to have these experiences and talk about them and that, you know, they're not to the point where they're debilitating. Right. I know that I come from a privileged place of that. But it's also all of my years of work of healing yeah. to get to here. Exactly. Exactly. I had to take those scary steps of hurting to heal in order to get to a place of recognizing where I am. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, 100%. So good. So excited. <laughs> so yeah, this is this is Oh, this is such this a is our first time recording together I know. too. It's so perfect. <laughs> yeah, I love patting ourselves on the back. Listen, I like being our hype man. I, you know, after everything that we've gone through, we <laughs> we get to do that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Like it's it's one of those things where like, you know, after quitting the job, mm-hmm. uh, and it's so funny that I have conversations with like my parents or yeah. other friends, and they're like, "How are you doing?" <laughs> with that like that little yeah, yeah little like, twinge. Oh. yeah like, I'm like I am fucking fantastic. I'm doing great, bitches. You have yeah, no idea. Yeah, and like the how that's off putting mm-hmm. because like, and you probably notice this as well. Like, there seems to be a social assumption that you need to be suffering at least a little to be successful, to be successful, to be a good person, yep. mm-hmm. whatever. And that if you are just loving your life, 
regardless of the situation, mm-hmm. like it makes people so uncomfortable because they don't know what it what it feels like, right? And it's like, oh, but isn't suffering like the sh- like a, a a sign of goodness, of virtue? Very, very uh, puritanical. Yes, right? very. And like the, those does not need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. And does like, not need it. Releasing that narrative. It's like even people who are not religious, who who like uh, think that they are outside the purview of um, social structures and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. don't realize how deeply ingrained the idea that suffering equals goodness and virtue is. Right, like, right. You know, there was something that Tyson and I always talked about. It's called the boom. That's what we called it. Like every time something good happens, we would wait for the boom of something bad to happen because that's how we know that that first thing was really good. Right? Isn't that stupid? Right, like the other shoe dropping. Exactly, yep. Mm -hmm. It was just always like, well, we got the good. We've got a lot of good. Uh What's the bad thing that's coming? A death in the family, a car breakdown, like, right? Like, what's someone's going to get fired, whatever it was. Uh And you go seeking it. Yeah. Yeah. Because once you seek something, you'll find whatever it is you want to find. Exactly. You will, like, like how people go through their partner's phones, Mm -hmm. you're going to find something that's going to upset you if that's the mindset that you're going to go into it with. Exactly. And honestly, in the past few years of us just knowing each other, Tyson and I, we let go of that idea of the boom, and there hasn't really been a boom. Yeah. Exactly. Because life is just what it is. Exactly. Exactly. And it's just, we kept focusing on the positive, kept focusing on the positive, and like, where we're at now, tenfold. Yeah. From where, when we all first met. Yes. Even. Yes. Yeah. Extremely different lives. Extremely. Like, I, like, Sabrina and I own multiple properties, that's what we set out to to do. Tyson's the director of safety where he's at, exactly what he should be doing. He said, when he first started that job, he was like, I'm gonna take this place over. And we were like, okay, yeah, we're just, you know, shooting the shit, whatever. Uh-huh. I really think he's going to take it over now. That's amazing. I really think he's going to be CEO one day of that place. Or CEO of somewhere else that's very deserving of him and his oh, expertise. Yeah, he is so different from when we all first met. That, that is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's all from changing the mindset, right? Like, mm-hmm. like the book The Secret or wh- wherever you want to pull this reference from. But our reality is what we make it. And it sounds stupid simple, but sometimes the answer is just that simple. Yeah. And that your reality is tailor-made for you. For just you. Yep. It's yours. hmm And that everything that you experience is valid. Yes. And no one gets to say whether it's valid or not. Just, just like you. You don't get to tell other people their experiences. Exactly. Valid. And that everyone's living in their own reality. Yep. Their own, they're made to them. Their own sound chambers. Exactly, exactly. And that's like, oh, and we will get more into that. <laughs> <laughs> Fun to introduce yeah. it in this context. Yeah, yeah. I love, I love little teasers everywhere. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. So you guys are like, how you have multiple properties, and Tyson's going to take over Equitas. Mm-hmm. My time, my time is coming as well, and you guys. Are yes, <laughs> absolutely. We are here for it. We are cheering you on. The podcast world. I'm taking it by storm. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. 
We're going to do so much with this. We are. We are. We already have a six months plan. A year plan. All year of plan. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's going to be so much fun, you guys. <laughs> I love that you bring all of the subject matter like information, right? And I get to be like kind of the technical th- person. Yes. Because that's what I'm good at. Like I'm yes. like, okay, tell me a little bit more about that. I don't really get it. Or let's structure this out this way. It's just... We are the perfect oh, It works. Yeah. It works. Especially like... T- <laughs> Sorry, uh, when Elliot was like, so, like, should I be doing, like, research? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> that's, that's, Maybe some research. Uh, yes, yeah. I, mean, I guess that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Somebody should, I guess. Right, right. Yeah. This isn't just our experiences, you know. <laughs> I was just going to talk at people. Right. Like, bring facts Bring some facts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's been great. Maybe I could do like facts on the properties or something. Yes. Like bring some of that. Like here's a little foresight on the property. A thousand percent. That's mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was built here or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, our future episodes on, on the clearings that we do will bring in extra information about the property, mm-hmm. uh, all the stories of the before and after. Like it's going to be, oh, it's going to be gorgeous. Everyone, it's, yeah. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. I already know. But yeah, that's not the point of this podcast. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> all right, I think this is good. I like this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy. With Let's this. get all it. Right. All right. So there you have it. The introduction to Elliot Tobias on which way from here. I hope you guys enjoyed that. It was so much fun to just kind of kick it with him. We have a fun dynamic and we really understand each other on a really beautiful, deep level that I really appreciate. And I hope you all appreciate it too. So like we said, we have a lot of plans coming up for future episodes. A lot of conversations about clearing, what that entails, what that looks like. But the next episode after this one, because this is kind of a special bonus drop, because I wanted to get this out so that you all were primed for Elliot's first official episode with me. The following episode to this one is going to be my House of Wills experience. Uh, Rachel's on that. She joined me and so did my friend Elizabeth. And we had quite the series of weirdo experiences. And I'm looking forward to really diving into that. It's my Halloween episode that did not drop on Halloween. It's going to drop a week later because I am not a planner. Elliot's a planner, though. So this time next year, we'll be way more on the ball. So... (laughs) Uh, you know, you're gonna it's it's gonna drop when it drops. So yeah, I'm really excited to see what happens with the future of which way from here and how we continue to grow. And I hope you are all excited about that too. Because I just I cannot wait to see what happens. It's gonna be so good, as I always say. Okay. Until then, please join us on all of the socials, which is there's two. <laughs> I have an Instagram, which.way.from.here. That's where most of the posting goes. The videos, the the pictures, the you know, the promo stuff. It's pretty much all through that. But I have also have a YouTube page that I would like to eventually really utilize 
put more of the behind the scenes videos on there, the spaces that I clear, that kind of thing. So please go like and subscribe on YouTube. You can get the podcast episodes there and I post all the Zoom interviews on there so you can see our lovely faces utilizing that in a more constructive way. If you have any stories or any questions, please feel free to contact me at whichwayfromhere at gmail.com. I love to hear any stories. I'll try to keep checking that more on the regular. Or you can always DM me on the Which Way From Here page on Instagram, of course. So many different ways to get a hold of me. And keep a lookout for the House of Wills episode that is dropping next. That one is going to be a big one because a whole lot of shenanigans happened as I kind of got knocked on my butt by the entity that dwells there. It was quite the experience and I can't wait to share that with you all. It was something else. That is for sure. For sure. How's that for a teaser? I hope you're all looking forward to it. I hope you're all enjoying yourselves. I hope you had an amazing spooky season. We're going to extend it here at Which Way From Here, where it's always spooky season. So yeah, thank you so much for joining me. I look forward to having you all join me for the next one. So until next time, may the shenanigans be a plenty.